This is a review for the movie A Pursuit of Happiness. No one would make a movie about a guy struggling to succeed who doesn't ultimately succeed. Certainly no one would make a Will Smith movie about a guy who breaks into the strain of his difficult life, abandons his child and dies. That's just not going to happen. And because we know that because we've seen more than one movie in our lives, the pursuit of happiness has a particular challenge. To take the real life rags to reach a story of stockbroker Kiss Gardner, a story with the pre-dawned happy ending and imbue it with tension and suspense. The great surprise of the picture is that it's not corny. It may have seemed that way from the trailer. Will Smith tells his son, don't ever let anyone tell you that you can't do something, even me. But in context, even that movement isn't crying. The beauty of the film is its honesty. In its outlines, it's nothing like the usual success story depicted on screen, in which, after a reasonable interval of disappointment, success arrives wrapped in a ribbon and a bow. Instead, this success story follows the pattern most common in life. It chronicles a series of soul-sickening failures and defeats, missed opportunities, short things that didn't quite happen, all of which are accompanied by a concomitant accretion of barely perceptible victories that gradually amount to something. In other words, it all feels real. Gabriel Muccino directed it and has fine Italian hand can be detected in Andy Gura's score with its Ill- Italianate wistfulness and whimsicality and in Mukino's very European enjoyment of American poverty and desperation. He finds both on the streets of San Francisco circa 1981 in this case, but some things don't change, and he films them in a way that we're always aware. Our hero works hard, he's doing everything he can, and he has a son he is raising on his own. Yet even without a false move on his part, just an extra push of bad luck, he might land on those streets, and with such a thud, he might never rise. As in all rags to riches tales, we find the protagonist, Chris, unappreciated and looked down upon at the start. He's struggling to make a go of it by selling bone density scanners and spends his days lugging around a thing that looks like a movie projector case and hearing doctors tell him they're not interested. His wife disdains him. Actually, the treatment of the wife is the first hint that the pursuit of happiness is going to be an usually uncompromising move. The wife is a poisonous harpy with no redeeming traits. The filmmakers are not messing around. Chris has it bad. In fact, he is an extraordinary man, but no one is paying attention to him long enough to notice. He decides he wants to get an internship as a stockbroker for Dean Bitter and realizing that his resume looks weak, he sets out to meet the man in charge and say a few words on his own behalf. For the film had Chris just a little more proud and a little less intelligence, he would blow it. But he remains friendly and resilient, never indulging in anger, never letting anyone else's mistaken perception of him wound him at his core. He stays fixed on his objective and warm in his response to the world, and even then, things don't improve right away. The pursuit of happiness puts him through hell. The wife leaving is just the beginning. Chris has to raise a son and do an unpaid internship while selling those bone density scanners on the site. If it weren't for the soup kitchens at Glide Memorial, he and his son often wouldn't eat. And this movie is not for the faint-hearted.